Welcome to Clarity to Launch, the podcast. I'm your host, Natanya Bravo, founder of the Bravo Life, business and mindset coach, and a woman on a mission to help you acknowledge that internal whisper and gain the clarity you need to launch a life you truly love. Years ago, I followed my own whisper and took a leap of faith, leaving behind a six-figure salary and everything I knew to fulfill a one-day dream of moving to Paris. That one tough decision led me to creating a seven-figure business, marrying the love of my life, and helping thousands of women use their passions to uncover their purpose and create the income and impact they were born to. It all boiled down to one decision. Was I going to keep telling myself one day or make today day one? Now it's your turn to decide. Clarity to Launch is here to give you the tools you need to guide you along the way. All you have to do is decide. So are you ready? It's time to launch the life you were born to live. So today I want to talk to you. Let's have a conversation about self-sabotage why we do it, what it looks like, especially for my fellow business owners, new, aspiring, established, doesn't matter. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have had some experience with self-sabotage, whether that be currently or in the past. And this has been a topic that's come up several times. And it's often something that I get asked about, not exactly in those words, because oftentimes we may not label it self-sabotage, but at the end of the day, it's ultimately what we're doing. I shared a post about a week ago now where I was sharing the journey of one of my clients, her name is Jasmine. And essentially, just to give you a recap in case you missed the post, three years ago, she emailed me asking for one-on-one coaching to start her business. At the time, she had zero clients, no idea what direction she wanted to take a business. She knew she wanted to help other people. She knew she had some professional experience, but had no clue how to merge the two. She did not have a social media following other than maybe a page with 50 friends and family, right? I'm sure we've all been there, whether that be at the start of our journey or maybe you're currently there right now. But my point is that she emailed me three years ago in that situation. And we've worked together pretty consistently since then, you know, a couple months here and there where we took pauses, but she has pretty much consistently come back to work with me in various containers over the last three years. And just a couple weeks ago, she celebrated her business reaching $600,000 over 600,000. I think it was 611,000 and something dollars and cents in the last 12 months with a very healthy profit margin, I might add. And I just want to be really clear because I think sometimes we see numbers online, 10K months, 20K months, million dollar years, all the rest of it. And it feels like, okay, but like how, right? (laughs) Or we have this idea that someone else has this special sauce secret that it's just not attainable for us. Jasmine and I have, like I said, worked together consistently over the last three years and just doing some rough calculations. We've had more than 70 coaching calls. So that's more than 70 hours live on Zoom. Some of them have been in person. I don't, can't even tell you how many tears, how many moments where she wanted to quit, give up. How many times she told me this isn't working. I'm not good enough. No one's going to buy this. This is stupid. I made a mistake. How many moments she actually did quit? She quit 
on a launch that she wanted to do that she started to doubt, or she quit on promoting herself, or she actually said, I think I'm going to go get another job. I don't think I can do this anymore. Now, at the end of the day, my role as a coach, as a mentor, as someone is who is guiding and supporting my client's journey is not to tell you what the right decision is for you. So in some cases, I have had clients who have decided, you know what, I, I did entrepreneurship and it's just not for me. And the right decision for them was to go back and get another job. I can think of two specifically over the last five years who are thriving and happy in a full-time role that entrepreneurship just didn't give them. It's not for everyone and that's okay, right? And it's important to know that. But my job as a coach is not to tell you what is or isn't for for you, but to empower you and help guide you to the right decision for yourself, which is gonna be your decision and being empowered in that decision. And so when I would hear her say, it's not working, I can't do this, or I'm going to cancel the launch, or I'm not going to show up anymore on Instagram, I'm going to take a month off, whatever it was, right? When she had those moments of wanting to quit and did quit, or even when she was considering, I think I'm just going to go back to corporate, I knew 100% from knowing her on a much more personal level, of course, we've been working together for three years now, that that was not what she truly desired, right? That has nothing to do with what I want for her, but I knew it was not what she truly desired. And we honestly have gone through so much together from, you know, celebrating the first time she got a paying client to celebrating her first hire on her team, which she now has a team of three amazing individuals that support her business to the fact, just personal evolutions, right? Being single and dating when we first started working together to now being married and having her first baby and myself as well. We've experienced a lot of life together. And, you know, as we were talking the other day, celebrating over champagne, her 600K plus year, just three years after starting from zero, she told me, she, I'm going to have to actually divorce her to get rid of her. But we also were reflecting on all of those different moments I mentioned, right? The moments where nothing was quote unquote working, when there were personal challenges, sicknesses, when she had loss in her family, when she was still working her full-time job and having to find an hour here and there for her business, when she was getting no's back to back to back, to back. You you know, if you're in business, you know how heart-wrenching it is to put yourself out there, work up the courage, go for the ask, and then get a no. Especially on the moments when you had a feeling it might be a yes. And so we were reflecting all of that and, and really looking at how has she been able to have this incredible transformation? Yes, it's monetary, but even in just herself and her confidence and her clarity on what she's doing, in what is really a short time, three years goes by fast, right? Three years ago was like yesterday, right? Well, just before we entered this world of pandemic, when you think about what you were doing three years ago, imagine how quickly your life could change. And some of the things that I realized in her journey and in other clients' journey who have attained whatever their version of success is, whether that be monetary, whether that be time freedom, whatever it is for them through our work together, there are some commonalities. And it's not that they never self-sabotage because we all do, myself included. I'm literally raising my hand right now, but that they are willing to acknowledge what it is and to pause, take a moment that they need and to get back up again, because they've decided, 
right? And so, so often when we're thinking about what we need to fix, or we're looking for a new program, or I'm going to scrap everything and go to a new niche, when you haven't even given your first niche three months, or your first offer three months, and you're like, oh, it doesn't didn't work for three months, so it's over, it's done. But what if you could go all in? And what if you didn't stop because something quote unquote didn't work and instead started to make those small tweaks, small incremental changes that could support you in no longer needing to self-sabotage? I've also talked to some clients this week, one who, for example, you know, was expressing, well, I know all the things that I need to do. I just don't do them because I'm afraid. I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of being seen. I'm afraid of being judged. I've had multiple clients with at least three clients this week in particular, where this has been a common conversation. We know the right thing to do, right? Oftentimes, even when someone tells me it's not working, I've tried everything. When I question, well, what does everything look like? How, how many times, how many people, what did you try? Very quickly, they themselves will come to the realization of, okay, like I didn't really do that. And I didn't really try that either, but I just got frustrated and I gave up. And instead of like beating yourself down of, oh my gosh, why do I keep like self-sabotaging or why do I keep getting stuck in this spiral? I think it's really important to acknowledge your thinking patterns, to get clear on the root cause of that and have some self-awareness. Um, for me, that also includes, you know, writing it out, speaking it out. I send myself voice notes all the time. I journal out my thoughts and feelings all the time. And I don't judge them as right or wrong. I just let them be because the first step to even healing something or shifting something, it's acknowledging it, Right. And then we can move forward to what it is that we want to create now. Rewriting what's possible for you. So again, we're looking at what currently is, but as I was saying in a prior episode, we can't stay there. We can't focus on what is. We've then got to shift to now what's possible. And again, looking at what are some small incremental changes and shifts that I can make in this area. So Instead of trying to go all in, like, okay, I'm going to face all my fears. I'm going to go pitch myself to podcasts. I'm going to launch a new offer and I'm going to host a retreat all in the next three months. <laughs> what are some little steps you can take? Is it making a commitment of showing up on social media once a week, right? Instead of saying, I'm going to do it every day, which going from zero to every day is likely unrealistic. Or what if it's telling a friend about your offer before sharing it to a hundred strangers that you feel afraid to do, right? And so starting with small little shifts to kind of build that muscle, because at the end of the day, when I look at my clients and I was, I was talking about the client who just celebrated her 600K year, you know, she had no income months in those three years and she's had over 70K income months. She and all of my other clients who have seen success in whatever it is that they're desiring, that they're shooting for, that they're aiming for as their goal, what makes the difference is the willingness to get out of your comfort zone, take bold, messy, uncomfortable action, to ask for help, right? <laughs> to trust the prog progress and process, 
and to stay committed for the long haul. Because at the end of the day, what I'm more afraid of than failing is not trying and being in the exact same spot three years from now, wondering what if I would have tried. This life is a game that we have the honor of playing. And I think it's important to one, not take yourself or anything so seriously, but to also go for it. I think it's so important to recognize that you have an opportunity. The the calling, the pull inside of you is not random. You know, Jasmine didn't go from zero to 600K in six months, as many people online will share that they did, right? She didn't give up when no one bought her offer. She has launched offers to zero. She didn't make it mean that she was a failure when she didn't reach whatever goal she had in front of her. She didn't shy away from the fact that she started with zero followers because there's something magical that happens when you decide. And a decision means to cut off cut off all other options. There is no plan B or, well, if this doesn't work, I'm just going to whatever. That means you haven't decided if you're still already thinking about if this doesn't work. What if you decided it already has worked out better than you can possibly imagine right now? How would that version show up? What actions would that person take? You know, my rates as a one-on-one coach have more than three to four X since we first started working together. And she pays in full for a year in advance every single time, even when it's uncomfortable, even when there wasn't income coming in, um, you know, she used her job or loans to fund her business, but it still wasn't just sitting in a savings account. She was committed because she saw the investment in our coaching and our work together as a commitment to herself, because if she doesn't have complete belief in herself, how could she possibly ask anyone else to? And so when you're thinking about, or even when you're just in the action or non-action of things that are ultimately keeping you from the people that are meant to hear your message, the ways that you're meant to show up, I want you to ask yourself, how can you possibly ask anyone else to believe in your vision if you don't believe in your vision, right? Like really believe. I'm not talking about logical brain belief. I'm talking about almost delirious belief of, I know this is happening. It's not a matter of if, it's not even a matter of how. I just know it is before anyone else can see it. Do you have that level of belief? If you are someone that has been experiencing a season of doubt, of fear of failure, please know that you're not alone. And please know that the only thing in between you and where it is that you want to go is you. I hope this episode gives you more clarity and proof that you can create a life you truly love. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to connect and serve those who are ready to use their ideas and experiences to positively impact the lives of others. If you want to connect more, follow me on Instagram at The Bravo Life.